Welcome and join me today on the Hi Hello Sura podcast, where I decode and deconstruct the stories, secrets, and skills of the creators of our time. If you are looking to challenge the status quo and get new perspectives, join me as I share with you practical advice that you can use to impact your life and help those around you today. Hey there, and welcome to the Hi Hello Sura Show. I'm your host, Sura Al-Naimi. On this episode, we explore how to navigate between creativity and order. We unpack firstly why this is important to begin with, and what each mindset is characterized by, how, how it's represented, and then how we can step and flow between one state of being into another. It is worth mentioning that I recorded this session with my guest back in mid-February, and our model for discovery drew upon the work of Jordan Peterson, who coined the term chaos versus order, with chaos representing creativity. So I want to take a moment to bring that up in case there was a sensitivity to that term, and just to clarify that that is the birthplace or the model for navigation for this conversation. So without further ado, we'll get into this episode. So today is a real treat. As I mentioned, I have an amazing guest. Her name is Heather Papalis. Now, Heather is a behaviorist and psychologist, and she has been working with animals for over 10 years. She has worked with an array of animals, such as cats, dolphins, elephants, horses, killer whales, and wolves, to name a few. She's the founder of an organization called Techpology, which uses technology to train people on how to train their pets, both in person and virtually, pain-free and fear-free. So without further ado, I would love and I'm excited to welcome my guest, Heather. Heather, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thanks, Sarah. So today we have such a treat for you. We got into this magnificent conversation a couple of weeks ago about creativity and as an entrepreneur giving birth to these beautiful ideas and then, you know, what happens when we give birth to something, you know, how do we actually sustain it and bring it to life and actually have it live and make big impacts in the world? You were mentioning this predisposition to creativity uh, this creative mind, the state of being, and then, you know, where you came across a stumbling block in the sense of, you know, how with this, all this magnificence and creation, how do we set up the systems that enable it to live and breathe in the world? And so I really wanted to hand it over to you and just bring some of this concept to life and, and, and intuitively whatever you felt you wanted to list our listeners to hear to begin with. Sure, and jump in anytime. I have a ton of thoughts on it, of course. <laughs> this is something <laughs> I thought a lot about. Um, so when we're thinking about creativity in the entrepreneur world, we have to take a step back and how the world is itself. So Jordan B. Peterson, clinical psychologist and public figure from Alberta, Canada, has um, divided in what he calls chaos and order. And I'm sure we can think of it as right brain, left brain, yin, yang, whatever we want to think about it, very binary, correct? One or two. So, or in the computer world, one or zero. Now, with this, 
we can occupy one of the spaces, but there's a full spectrum. So you can occupy any variety of space. You can be highly chaotic, or we can say creative. We can be high orderly. And within those spaces, we move on this spectrum depending on how much work we do in each field. So for those who are high in order, they might be highly conscientious. Um, they might be highly industrious. And we celebrate these people in the business world, computer scientists, those who are typically quote unquote successful. They're high in order, they're able to control their lives, so they get very high in that work space where that's celebrated. As some might know, in that realm, they might not be very adept with chaos or the unknown. So when things happen, somebody gets sick, something changes in the company, there's backlash in the media, something of that nature, they find or can find that's very hard for them to adapt to. So there's benefits of being on both sides and we're not necessarily in one or the other. So again, Jordan B. Peterson said it in a way that I really liked. We are the process in which navigates between the two human beings. So we're constantly navigating between chaos and order and we can shift and move throughout the spectrum. So that's what I found fairly interesting of a thought. Now where I have discovered and what I have thought a lot about is how we move along the spectrum. Because I'm sure you'd agree very much that we can be chaotic or orderly, correct? Absolutely. But, are, but, how, but you, would you also agree you don't wanna be labeled one thing for your whole life, correct? I mean, for me, if I stay in one state, then it's not fulfilling, <laughs> you know? Right. So. so if you say you're highly creative, but now you want to start a business and now you have to manage that business, do you want to be pegged as the highly creative who can't get their business off the ground? Not so much. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm finding uh, a lot with individuals that they, they start a business and they're, they're in one area or another, or they're within a team. And they, they tend to occupy one mindset or another. And, okay. you know, as you know, expansion and contraction are equally important to flow through innovation or any creation process. And I loved how you said in our conversation earlier, you said it's like breathing in and breathing out. You need both. <laughs> you can't get attached exactly. to one or the other. They're both necessary. Yeah, and, she said, which do you prefer? <laughs> I thought, do you prefer breathing in or breathing out? You right. Need... So as the right brain and left brain, there are two ways in which we view the world because we have developed over time to need both ways to view the world. The right brain is what adapts us to chaos, the unknown. That's how we think on our feet. When we're fearful, that's how we react. And then the left brain, the orderly, is how we react to what we already know. So we need both. And we, even with brain damage, you can see the brain tries to connect, but we can work with one or the other, but not efficiently. So here's an example um, of how we move between the two. You can do it through self or other. So if you're moving on the spectrum, think of it in this way of self. That is the entrepreneur who's super creative, and has been living in that world of creativity and chaos. They're highly adaptable, often known as um, enthusiastic or extroverted. 
So they want to navigate towards the orderly side. How do they do that by themselves? A good guess for you. How do they do that by themselves? Yes. Oh, it's I don't okay. know. This is a trick question. No, <laughs> That's no, where no, I'm no. here to find out. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, no, you nailed it right there. So you, you're, they go to learn, they read, they, they employ education. They want to learn what they don't know. So that might be somebody who's trying to get better at their finances, or they might listen at a podcast and learn how to do accounting. They're trying to move to that spectrum, correct? The other way they can do it is through the other. So now learning from another is not quite, because that's still self, you're still trying to do it yourself. But by employing an other, so you can hire somebody, you can have a business partner, you can be in a relationship with someone who's very orderly. That's where they come up with my better half, correct? So through the other, they're actually finding another person to fill that piece that they do not fill. Now there's positives and there's dangers to that as well. So let's talk relationship sense. If you are a highly orderly person, but you, some might call you maybe introverted, correct? or very intelligent, you kind of keep to yourself more, that's someone who's in the self. So someone who's all in self lives in the world of ideas. As Adam Robinson, a chess master and co-founder of Princeton Review says, he lived in the world of ideas. He, was, uh, he had a huge amount of success and he found later on in his life, the meaning of life was others, but he never lived in that realm at all. It was all about himself. So uh, Nietzsche, when he wrote the book, Thus Spark Zarathustra, you have the wise Zarathustra who goes up to the mountains and he's wise and he learns all these things. He learns that God is dead and all of these wonderful epiphanies, but he's, he says he's full, he's heavy with knowledge. He must come back down the mountain and share it with others. So those who are on one spectrum in self eventually find that need or that lack of other connectivity and they have to come share it those who live in the world of others need to find that balance of self where they expend themselves to the that they're drained they don't have any self-reliance if somebody moves or doesn't want to be friends with them anymore what do they do so here's kind of are we so here's what we're saying here you can navigate between chaos and order and the way you do it is through self versus other. So that's what we're kind of talking about today. That's interesting. So somebody who is in the world of order can gradually get more into the world of chaos or creativity. Or adaptability. So chaos, by definition, it's nature, the feminine. It's building something new, stepping into the unknown. How many times do we hear in the world of entrepreneurship you have, to, you have to jump into the unknown, take the leap, right? That's chaos. It's not a negative thing. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing. The unpredictability, but it creates, it builds something new. So that's- And, that and so then when we talk, so that sort of defines that arena. And so the beauty of that is, as you mentioned, is the inception. And then the arena that, it doesn't uh, possess and its innate quality is it doesn't, it doesn't maintain itself. It's not sustainable to live in either realm completely. 
Mm -hmm. So if you imagine, I think we had drawn um, like an infinity sign, correct? Exactly. You can think of the two poles as being highly chaotic, highly orderly. We know people like this, correct? The ones that are just with the wind, spontaneous, they're the starving artists, they're the, they, they're genius, they have beautiful things, they're often likable, but they can't find their car keys every five seconds, correct? So there's a lot of wonderful things about them and they, and it's not a bad thing. It is not a negative thing. Those who live in a highly chaotic world are highly adaptable. They're highly, um, they're usually highly empathetic. They realize the world of people. So, and then on the other end, you have the person who's highly orderly, but one thing goes wrong and they don't, it's like, does not compute, you know, we have those people too, that if so, there's a, a death or a sickness or something goes wrong in their world, they cannot adapt to it. So those are the two poles. Now where we are, the closer we can get to the middle, that's rare. Think about your Elon Musk, you know, he's very, he's high orderly, but he's also very creative. He's a visionary, but he also executes. Now he does that by employing a lot of others, but he also has a high sense of self. He's very balanced. That's how you can think of the middle, of flowing between the two, if you will. And it's, um, well, I have two questions from that. One is, what inspires somebody to, and we've covered it a little bit, but what, what inspires somebody to shift out from one state into another? Like what is it that would, yeah, what would inspire somebody to even think, oh gosh, like I, I want a piece of that, that realm. So let's talk about from both realms. So we have somebody who wants to shift. So now we have two ways you can, the shift comes from necessity. So nobody knows they need to shift or want to shift until something happens, correct? So maybe you are the high order, conscientious, wonderful professional who had a 20 year marriage and that person left them. Their whole world is shaken to the core and now they have to get a handle of that chaos. And so that's high order to chaos. So say you're an entrepreneur, you're highly creative and you wanna start a new business. You've worked maybe for a corporate job or something of that nature, but now you want to shift into your idea, your realm of idea. But now you realize that you have taxes, you have to pay employees. How do you do, how do you set up the LLC? You've never even thought of these things. You can't even, you don't even know how many accounts you have, let alone a savings. So you have to find that world of order because you can have a wonderful idea, but if you don't have order and you're not able to structure and create these systems, you can't create a business. So if not all is lost, there's two ways to find that. You can employ the self or other, but very good question is how do you know when to shift? Life will tell you because it's out of necessity. Mm, that, makes, that, that really rings true. That really, really does ring true. So when we think about shifting, and I think we talked about making incremental steps into yes. another arena. Can, can you bring that to life? So incremental steps would I, and this is how my thought on it. If you're going to do an incremental step, that's a lot, that's very much through self because Rome wasn't built in a day. And I'll give you an example, myself included. I've always been a highly chaotic and highly uh, creative and adaptive person. 
and I went to get my MBA. So I went through business school, started learning finance. I started to learn basic code. I'm starting to learn a little more of the math and science part of the world. And it was very important for me when I opened my business in 2018, it was very sink or swim. And thankfully being in the world of other and people, I had a lot of wonderful advice and connections and people that I trusted. So here's something interesting. If you live in the world of other and you know yourself, you've done that work, then you can trust when you're making a good or bad decision, or you can employ the world of the other to help you make that decision. So who hasn't called their parents to say, hey, let me run this by you. Am I making an awful decision? Well, you trust most people, trust their parents enough that when they say, (laughs) yeah, right, (laughs) you know, I've known you most of your life and this just doesn't seem like you. So that's when they trust the other to kind of give them a little bit of feedback. Now, trusting the self is just as important because a lot of people abandon themselves. So that incremental work that you do on yourself every day, whether it be on your peaceful mindset, meditation, that's going to be on adapting to chaos. Now, the peaceful work that you can do in order to have a higher handle on order is going to be your math, your science, your learning a skill slowly but surely and chipping away at it. It's like learning chess or learning a musical instrument and realizing it's that process. It's not going to happen overnight. You can't be a highly creative and then become highly orderly the next day. So you have to understand the process is going to take a while. And as long as you know that and you've built your trust in yourself and the other, then you can start employing them to help you move in that direction. There's a lot of people out there that will say they'll help you. But if you haven't taken the time to trust these opinions and to know who your connective web is, you could be led astray and not move up the spectrum. You could be moving backwards or off-roading, if you will. So we have an awareness that there are these different realms of existence and that there is this desire to flow between them or sometimes there is a necessity. So now let's think about, you said it takes time to shift or to acquire a new skill or a mindset. So from your perspective and all the, all the wonderful humans that you train to train their pets, yeah. is, there, um, is there an intersection or is there something that you can share with our listeners so that they can start to make those small steps in the right direction, you know, in terms of principles or like, you know, if they want to acquire something new? Absolutely. I'd say the first step and this is cliche, is identify. Know where you stand. So that's step one, know where you stand. And even if you're not correct on where you stand, you think you know where you're standing, you find that's not the case, which happens. Sometimes we think we know where we are and we're actually on a different planet, but that's a little bit more. (laughs) But know where you stand. If you're highly creative, if you're highly orderly, it's usually not hard for you to Come to, very few times do people say, oh, I'm very adaptable, and then they're not, you know, that you know basically where you're at. So identify. Then number two, where do you want to be? Make an aim, make a goal. Where do you want to be in your life, in your business? So that doesn't mean you're not going to say, I want to be more towards chaos and more towards order. You're going to actually say, where do I want to be? You give a, a goal, a direction. Then you can start to see, 
okay, so let's do an example. I would like to build my business within five years. What is that going to take? I'm going to need to get it out there through marketing. I'm going to need two employees because it's going to be very difficult. I'm going to need to make a budget. I'm going to need to do a press report. So you're going to start creating these steps. If you create these steps very easy, but you're having a hard time with visualizing the creativity part, the marketing part, the employing other people part, how do I tell my story part? What do you think you need help? Where do you need, what end of the spectrum are you missing? Probably the chaos. You need that adaptability. If you're orderly, but you can't find that creative piece and you would like to get your company out there and you're finding, you're running into those creative roadblocks, maybe you need a little more chaos in your life, a little more creativity. Now, if you are trying to get to point B in your business and you're just running into the, I don't know my accounting, I don't know what's the difference between a financial planner and accountant or a CPA, whatever it may be, and you can't find your phone charger to even make the call to your friend about that, then maybe it's the orderly part you need. So by creating a goal, you're going to start seeing where your bottlenecks are. And by knowing where you stand currently is going to help you so that when you're moving down the scale, you have a reference point. This is where I was, this is where I am now. Are you closer to your goal? Yes, then you're going the right way. You're doing the right thing. Are you not closer to your goal? Then maybe you should try something different. So once you identify where you are and assess where you are, are there, um, you know, this, feels like it's in the realm of habit creation or are there some are there some agnostic of where you're going are there some principles you can share with the listeners so that they can start to you know take action or, and shift so i'd say for the highly orderly and this is from I, i'm i'm not in the realm of highly orderly but i'm getting closer to it so i'm starting to understand and um through talking with highly orderly people um i attract them and i'm attracted to them um, historically, because that's the other piece of the puzzle for me. Now, if you're high orderly, what you can start to do to balance out, and again, it depends on your goal. I can't give a, I can kind of Yes, of, of course. Yeah. More, pr more principles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, because then somebody can apply it, whether somebody could apply this, whether we're talking about order or chaos, or whether it's in another realm of their life, then they can just start to apply it. I would say number one is really know the self. So know yourself, have that point A. Now for high orderly people who are not very well at adapting, I highly recommend something along the lines of meditation, yoga, connecting in that way that you can start to, stoicism's another great one. So the religion might be another great one. They're all the same thing arguably but they bring us to the same place of acceptance, calmness, peace, presence. So that's something a high orderly person who's not very good at adapting can start doing in their lives to create that. Now, someone who's in the highly chaotic realm, they can do something along the lines of furthering their education. So small step programs or something of like that nature, doing a, um, higher learning or a school program or alinea.com. You can do it online, but those programs that keep helping you and keeping you accountable. You can also do something like uh, getting on an exercise program. 
that holds you accountable because that creates schedule. It creates um, accountability as well. So anything that creates more order in your life, you can download Google calendars and set reminders each time. So anything that gets you on a routine or a schedule is going to get you closer to that acceptance of order. And that's a start. Now here's another element. It's not wrong to employ others, but there's a danger to it. It's a caveat. You can, so know what you do well. So if you do something very well, but you are just terrible at another element, then it's time to bring somebody else in. And you don't know what you don't know. And as you learn, you might find, I am the worst at this. I need to hire somebody to do this. I am not going to look at my stocks. I am not going to be my own accountant. I did not know that I was supposed to be taxed as an S corporation. I had no idea. I don't have enough time in the world. But I, I was able to listen and pick that up within other people and know when I was weak in something and I could trust the person that was put in my life. So you can employ others to move you along the scale. So again, whether it's a, it's a life coach, whether it's a tutor, any of these people are a way for others to help you move along the scale. Now, of course, that's going to be a little bit of your budget or whatever it may be. And I, I'm a high proponent of if somebody is good in their field, pay them to do it. You want them to keep doing what they're doing. So that's something, another way you can move on the field for those who get a little worried about, I can't take this on alone. Right, right. No, that makes a lot of sense. And it relates back to, I think we talked about this, but in innovation, there are different creative thinking styles. And within that, we identify what our specific uh, creative thinking style is and that of our teammates. And that's where we are able to better collaborate with one another and also better to understand you know, this is where I'm playing to my strengths and this is where I'm over relying on my thinking style and it's time to employ uh, partnering with somebody else or shifting gears, you know. So within that, we have um, clarifying, ideating, developing and implementing. And so within that realm, if I find myself particularly strong, for example, in ideation and clarifying, but you know, lacking energy or motivation in development and in implementation, often I will partner with somebody else who, you know, their energy rises there so that we can get to the fruition of a project, it can be manifested and seen in the world and also maintained. So uh, that, that really resonates. And that's a, that's a great point. So, you're, so you said, say you're an ideator and now you want to connect and employ, somebody, um, employ another who's strong in another sense. So the argument I'm making here is that is a great way to do that. But I am saying that it is possible to move. So if you see what you respect and what you like about that person and what helps them complete you, it is possible. It's not quick but it's possible for you to adapt and learn a part of that to bring you closer to that center. I guess the whole point of this, and people might think that's great, Heather and Sarah, like that's awesome. This sounds very complicated, but wonderful. But <laughs> what's the point? Like why, why talk about this? And here's the point of it all, in my opinion. The point of it is, is that people who are, have found that balance of being able to flow through order and chaos, 
have longer sustained success. Those who find success through either end of the spectrum, high order, high chaos, they can find a short burst of success. But those who overwork themselves, they're insistent, they're order, they get sick, they lose it, they burn out, it's not sustainable. Those who are, who are highly chaotic and they have no order in their lives, it's not sustainable. They're gonna make a very grave error somewhere. So the closer you can get to the middle, which takes work, self-growth takes work. There's no shortcuts, but that should be celebrated. That if you can identify that and celebrate that there is no hack, that there is no shortcut, that it's the constant incremental movements on that scale you make every day. Sometimes you'll make leaps, sometimes bounds. Sometimes you'll feel like you're moving backwards. You're not, but it feels like it. And sometimes you have to take a step back to take two steps forward. So my argument is the sooner we can realize this and the sooner we can appreciate the role we play in each other's lives and not look at it as weaknesses or not be ashamed of who you are and what you've been through, as long as you're making a forward movement towards the goal you have set for yourself, that's what I believe is the true success. Amazing. Thank you, Heather. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. And uh, if our listeners wanted to ask more questions or get in touch with you, what is the best way to get in touch with you? So um, you can go to techpology.com for your listeners specifically. If you go to techpology.com um, slash hi, hello, Sarah then you'll have a special little greeting for your members only club. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, also if you, I'm on all the social medias, but most probably the most on uh, Instagram technology or Facebook technology um, animal training. Amazing. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for time and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you listeners for joining us today. I will have all of Heather's information in the show notes. And if you enjoyed the episode today, please do not hesitate to rate us on the mediums that be. Until next time, I'm your host, Surah.